Hello, sinners, and welcome to come with us. Before our episode today, we wanted to throw out a few thank yous to some of our amazing fans and followers. First, I would really like to thank my boy, Rob H., who lives in England. Uh, he and I have been giving the best book recommendations to one another, and I'm so happy that you found us. So, thank hi, you, Rob. Hi, Robin. Thank you, Rob. I love that. Uh, I want to say hi to my friend Natalia because she's always supporting us and listening to us and she's giving me always like insights and what can we do better and what she would like to listen. So thank you, Nati. We love you. She, If you remember, she was on episode zero or one. No, one. episode one. Mm-hmm. And she is a full-on Akatar fan. Like it's a whole thing now for her. So I'm so happy that we converted someone. <laughs> we pulled her down the rabbit hole with us. Yes, we did. And I'm so happy and proud. And yes, and remember to follow us on all social medias. We are as at come with us pod, P-O-D at the end, like mm-hmm. podcast. And you can follow me at I'm Susie Nunez on Instagram or Roche at Roche underscore reads on Instagram mm-hmm. and on TikTok, Roche. Charlotte Rivers 4. And Susie is at I'm Susie Nunez 1111. We'll see you right over there. Enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to Come With Us a podcast to meet all your fantasy needs. I'm Susie Nunez. And I'm Roche Kelly. And each week we dive into the tempting world of books, seductive romance, and a sprinkle of spice. We got one of our, maybe not our first hate comment, but one of our first No, it's not. I remember the first video that we posted was a daddy issues one and people were like, nerd. But yes, go ahead. Oh, okay, so uh, we got some criticism for criticizing Tamlin and not Reese. And we're just here to say that I'm pretty sure Tamlin has paid actors coming into our comment section. He com- he he contacted Russia, found out how they did it. And now we have Tam Tam supporters in our comment section telling us that we are being too hard on him and not hard enough on Reese. And I'm here to tell you, we know your game. We know that you're paid by the adversary and we will not be swayed. And to our sinners, we promise criticizing Reese is coming in the next book. We promise it's happening. It's coming. Yeah, it has to happen because at the end of the day, we want him to be a villain. So we're going to make him one. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yes, that's happening. And Tamlin, please stop. Stop. This is not a we hate Tamlin podcast. This is a Maybe Tamlin's schizophrenic. If you watch the last episode, you know that we talked about it. No, the episode eight with Shannon, we talked about it. Like this crack theory that Rache shared with us. So yeah, maybe get a grip. He just needs help. Listen, we're not we're not Team Tamlin or Team Reese. We're Team Cassie. We're Team Cassie. Get it? (laughs) (laughs) We didn't rehearse that. (laughs) We did not. you know, great minds think like, <laughs> what can I say? What can I say? <laughs> team Cassian forever. Hashtag Team Cassian. I guess. Uh, Roche, if your life was a book, this week's chapter, what would it be titled? It would be titled, You Do You Boo Boo. I like that. I like and that. not in the not in the condescend well kind of in the condescending way sometimes because sometimes people are going to do whatever they want and you can't fucking stop them but then also i'm gonna do me and that's it 
Look at her. She's re-entering her villain era. That for you. I love that for you. Re-entering her. She's remembering who she is and what she came here to do. I love that. We- Susie, if yes. your life was a book, what would the title of this week's chapter be? Dude, don't try to force not to enter your new eras because you're going to do it either way. That's the longest title I've ever heard. I know. I don't care. So wait, but it's true. Don't fight entering your new eras. Yeah. Like don't force not entering or don't fight not entering because you're going to do it either way. Like beginnings are happening every day. Every time you wake up, it's a new beginning. So it's like. Mm -hmm. Change is inevitable, baby. Exactly. Just stop and stop. Just like not wanting to be better or not do the things that you have to do because you want to do them either way and you have to do them and you're going to end up doing them. So just freaking go with the flow. So the title will be go with the flow. Definitely. The same for you. The same for you seniors. Like, you know, just stop forcing things and they're going to happen either way. So Change is inevitable. So yes. Re- it is what it is. What is it they say? Relax the jaw, open the throat. Just let it happen. Um, as you know, I'm a Latina, so I don't know those sayings. But yes, I like that. I'm going to start saying that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. okay. So, oh my God, this is episode 10. Welcome to episode 10. Oh my God, can you believe it? Babes. 10 weeks we're doing something straight on like ADHD it's not ADHD in us <laughs> can you believe this can you I believe this Michelle? have you ever had uh like a hobby an ADHD hyperfixation hobby last this long reading um I yeah I get that so reading. I think that the great thing about reading is that the different books make it like a different hobby like definitely not- it's episode 10 We've been doing this for 10 straight weeks. Who are we, Roche? I don't, I don't know. Somebody with a routine and, and a sense of structure and self Definitely not. But we made it every week. (laughs) (laughs) The way that we are sliding into this recording, like we're running away from an exploding building. I don't know how we're, (laughs) this episode did not want to be recorded. The universe did not want it to happen. I don't know. When I tell you everything happened before this this recording we've rescheduled like, like seven times <laughs> we get that this is like not your favorite book universe but of the series but like really there's a there's merit in this book that i feel gets overlooked and let's yeah, and dive into it shall we <laughs> yes definitely but before welcome to episode 10 of what is the name of our come with us your new favorite <laughs> podcast I'm so sorry. adhd who adhd I love that audio, by the way. Uh, I'm Susie Nunez, Curly Queen. And if you listen, that's New York happening. We're not going to stop this. I'm Susie Nunez, Curly Queen. (coughs) Sick. And entering my art natural and like short nail era. I know. Not right now, but probably next videos. They're going to be short. And I'm I'm happy about that. I, I just feel like I need a change. And this happened. So this is happening too. I really like it. You're going like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm Rache Kelly. I'm here. I'm queer. And I'm in your ear. I'm so sorry. But that was stuck in my head. I had to say it. I mean, we have this podcast to be ourselves. So this is you right now. This is your era right now. So I'm watching about the fact that 
everything for me right now is just entering my era. I'm eating something new. I'm entering my falafel era. I'm not. A, I'm entering what era? I'm like, what is happening to me? TikTok you is like, you, damaging you started, my brain. You started eating falafel? No, I love falafel. I'm just saying, like, that's an example. Oh, I'm like, how have you been sleeping on falafel for this long? I love falafel. I cannot eat a lot of it because my stomach gets like group, but I love it. I have an iron stomach. It's amazing. So you're Rache, you're here, you're queer, and you're in our ears. I love yes, that. The podcast. You know, you were meant you were meant to be in Broadway. So this is our yeah. Broadway. Let's dive into it. Okie dokie, okay. artichokey. So today we're talking about this MFing book. So this book, Rache, what is this book in the whole series? Tell us a little bit about what is this? It is often called the Christmas special. So it's a short novella. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was originally meant to be just kind of like a wrap-up, I think, of the first three books. Um, yeah. And then it kind of turned into a bridge between shifting the story from Feyre's point of view to a different point of view. Ooh, whose point of view could it ever be? Or favorite. Ah! Um, uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, a Court of Frost and Starlight. Interesting name, by the way. Uh, it's like a Christmassy or Thanksgiving type of thing. It was not it's, Christmas. It's well, they don't have Christmas. It's solstice. Solstice, yes. Star, so it's uh, Starfall. Yeah, no, not Thanksgiving. Yes, okay. Starfall, solstice, C vibes. Honestly, at the beginning, I was like, mm, "It's very short. I don't understand the hype." But it's a good transition from Farah to. Our other lady, Nesta. We said it. Yes. Uh, next book is Nesta. 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 And we are so excited because Nesta is our favorite. You know, if you know, you know. Uh, so I didn't get it at the beginning, but then you read it and you learn a little bit more about others, like the other uh, POVs and personalities. Like I mm-hmm. knew that Azriel. It's like super bad at giving gifts. Is him, right? That's real? Uh no, everybody's bad at giving gifts. Um but who's the one that is like super bad? Is it no the Morrigan? Oh yeah, she's terrible. Probably because she's she, very she's a Leo. She's like a triple Leo, I swear to God. She literally, it's like, I will give you rocks. But okay, I was listening to LPN Deep Dives and they made a really good point. What? Every They're too rich year, to care. No, every single year you're giving each other a gift. It's been 500 years. Yeah, you're right. What never are you going to fucking give? At, you know, it's it's been 500 years. Oh, my God. What in the world am I going to get them this year? I've gotten them 75 tie clips. What am okay. I going to do? Oh, we can say that out of those 500, you have to take out 50 because of Amara. Yeah. Are we girl mathing right now? So yeah, 500 yeah. years minus 50. <laughs> and then they didn't know each other from the moment they were born. They probably didn't even meet till they were like 150, 200, right? So we're Thank going you to very much. 350, three. We're down to 300 years, right? Mm-hmm. Now, here's how they could have fixed this. A good Secret Santa, White Elephant situation. You draw a name out of a hat. You get a gift for one specific person. And that way, every year, it's somebody different. And then you're not getting hurt. They really need to learn how to adapt and overcome here. I don't know what their deal is. They're rich and magical, and it's a waste. Mm -hmm. Because they're not using none of those. So, yes. Yeah. A Court of Frost and Starlight from Star J. Mass by Ali Lindstrom-Reed. All Favor wants for not Christmas is for everyone to get along, which is not possible, as her sisters are the worst. Her gift to us is a two-page long, vivid description of Fey periods. 
Elaine timidly shows the beginnings of a personality developing. Unfortunately, it mostly consists of being mean to Lucian, so I'm officially done with her. Fuck you, Elaine. Not to be outdone, Nesta is rude as hell to Cassian, the only person who doesn't actively wish she was dead. Fair gives Reese the gift of trying to get her pregnant, and we are voyeurs to some sort of brain sex? The word, the words sucking on my ice are used, and it bummed me out. She, every time she gets it so right. I love that she's just, she's just dunking on this whole book, right? She's just shit talking this whole book. Four stars. <laughs> Honestly, the fact that she said, fuck you, Elaine, it just makes me love her more. It's so great. It's so great. It is what it is. It is what it is. Okay. It's been two years since the beginning of Akatar. What? I know. It's crazy. It feels like, like insane. I mean, maybe it's just because I'm American, but wars feel like they should take longer. <laughs> like, granted, I mean, the old, I mean, we entered into war when I was what, 10, 11, and we were in it uh for 20 years. And now we're like almost in another one. So I don't have this truly good concept of how long a war should last, but I feel like it should last a couple of years. And they were just like in and out, bing bang boom. Is the magic? Is the magic? Yeah, I guess thing it kind of like puts everything like on fast forward. I guess maybe, but honestly, I get that point. Like two years, that's nothing. So yes, Miss Manfera changed her mind. She wants to be prego. She wants uh, to get prego. Like I guess you're happy, but you did. It's literally been two years. From those two years since the first book, that meant that means that you were with. Family for like about a year, right? Uh, no, she was only with him. She was only with him for like six months before Amarantha. And then oh, after- I guess that, and yeah, I guess it would be just like a year. Yeah. That means that you were with actual Rizan like eight months because that yeah. the, 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 the whole fighting and stuff like, dude, why are you being like this? Are you like oh. Mormon? Are you Christian? What is happening to you? I didn't even think about how long she had been. Cause I'm thinking two years since the beginning of Akatar. I guess two years is normal in human time to want to start a family, but she wasn't even like the first half. She thought Reese was a true piece of shit. You're so right. It's been the actual, like for them as a couple and everything, I think eight months to nine months or even a little bit less. What? Miss you know that saying that says that when you know, you know, she doesn't know shit. But you like you, you know what you can know. I guess like with the mating bond, yeah, you know for sure that this is your person for all time and forever. That doesn't well, mean you, you need to rush enjoy. into having. Yeah, they're fae. There's people who are 500 years old that look like they're 30. I guarantee you, you will have time to have a baby. Also, you're super super fucking rich. Please just get a surrogate. It's terrible being pregnant. I've done it. It's not great. And we know for the next book that. That was a whole shit show. Her being yeah. pregnant and everything. So like, just pay, just pay someone else to be pregnant for you. Let's move on. It's been two years. I'm so mad right now. I used to think that we used to think that Cassian was just like a big dumb idiot, and we start getting like a backstory for him, and it it like humanizes him for us, and we start to see like, oh, he's got trauma, and he's deep, and he's he's like trying to he's like trying to make things better for the Illyrian women and things like that and we're just like oh you're not just like you're not just like a real big idiot 
But you know, I never thought of him like that. Ever, ever, ever. See, the I... first time that he he was on uh, the Archer's house, mm-hmm. and he saw Nesta, and he and he just gave her a very bad comment. I was like, "You're my type. I love you. I know who you are. You know who I am. Yes, women." He he's like he's like a he was giving like jock golden retriever boyfriend vibe. He was, but I to me because he's very loyal. I don't know him because he's a, I don't know, he's a war. I never s- thought of him like a himbo. Never. Yeah, I I guess like I didn't really know the term himbo uh until after I read this book and then I was like, yeah, and everyone was talking about how Cassie's a himbo, Cassie's it. And people were saying Tamlin's a himbo too and I'm like, Mm-mm, no, no. Um no. No. Granted, I always associate himbos with being like really positive and silly and you know, like a golden retriever. Yeah, exactly. He's a golden retriever boyfriend. But like the more I hear about Kathleen's backstory about how he was born, like he was a product of sexual assault. Um, and the mom was basically worked to death. He finished his training at the Illyrian camps. Uh, and we also learn a little bit about the blood right there in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and like he goes through this harrowing ordeal he and reese and asriel win it together and he goes back to his home camp i guess Illyrians don't have like actual houses they're just like camps set up uh to find his mother and they wouldn't even tell him where she was buried and so that he was heartbreak heartbreaking like i just why do you have to be so cruel you know he was he was a kid yeah, he was he was a child when he was taken away and brought to the Illyrian camps. Um, I can't remember if he was orphaned before he was sent to the camps or not. Um, but uh, no, he wasn't because uh, Reese's mom helped him a little bit to see his mom. Or something. Yeah. But, oh, OK. Yeah. But either way, like. I don't see the point in continuing to be cruel after she's dead. Like, why not just tell him where her body is? I don't understand. Illyrians are terrible. Cool. Like yeah. they're terrible people. They're like yeah. Voldemort people. Yeah, they're they're and just I kinda like Voldemort, not gonna lie to you. But I don't like Illyrians. Like those type of Illyrians, like they're sh- cruel, terrible beings, and I don't understand why they're like maybe it's the cold weather. They're giving a little bit of Russian. No offense to anyone, they're giving Russian. They are, yeah. Like drinking a lot of potato-based vodka. Yes. Yeah. It also just made me think of this thing that I read recently talking about trauma. And it says sometimes um, when somebody undergoes trauma, they can become a carrot or they can become an egg. And that's, let's say, like the trauma is boiling water and you put a carrot in boiling water and it softens you and it makes you moldable and vulnerable or you can be an egg and the water hardens you and makes you like impossible to, to penetrate. Right. Well, not impossible, but like it, it hardens you instead of softens you. And I think Cassian and Azriel and Reese, the reason that they bonded together and they stuck together is because they were, they were the odd ones out in that their traumas yeah. softened them and made them view people with compassion and things like that. Whereas, most Illyrians, because they don't have an EQ higher than negative four, uh, 
they're hardened by their trauma and it's just like well my life was shit so now your life is going to be shit and it's just like I I just I admire Cassian for not for not letting the trauma turn him into a terrible person to be some other Illyrian because he could have been that was a horrible life he grew up with like if it wasn't for Reese or his mom he probably would have been another Illyrian like remember remember he was he was like bullying um Asriel when Asriel got to the to the training camps as a child too he was bullying Rhysand first because Asriel got there later okay yeah he was bullying Reese and then he was bullying Asriel he was like becoming this huge asshole and then like I I think he was bullying Rissan and then they got they got to be friends and then Asriel got there and then they both were bullying Rissan and then they got to be friends too. I think yeah, that's how it happened. Asriel, yes. We should probably have read these books again before making this podcast. <laughs> it's fine. It's whatever. Nobody cares. You know what? Yes, but honestly, this is why we're doing this because this is fun. We challenge in our minds right now. Oh uh, but his, his story, I loved how she entered his story here because we needed it for the other book because, you know, it's going to be Nessa and Cassian. What? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's happening. Oh, my God. Can I believe it? Um, finally, I want to talk about that book so bad. I know that's but, all I want to talk about. <laughs> I know. But we're on this one right now. Um, I loved that, like, POV and everything and how he explained his, I think it was Rissan who was telling his story. Mm, no, uh, the very that first chapter where he's like flying over the mountain and everything, mm-hmm. he's it's it's from Cassian's point of view. Okay, chapter okay, three. Okay. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's it's really yeah. sad, but at the same time, it's like what you said. They could have been something else, something really bad to the world or whatever and they decided not to and that to me it's all that matters because we know that Asriel is like a sad boy hashtag sad boy, uh, <laughs> boy. but uh, Cassian we got to meet his mind his actual uh, thoughts and himself on the other book and you see how we see the outside oh my god he's so fun he's so cool he's everything but he's he actually knows what he's doing. Like he's not, yeah. he's not a himbo or anything. Like he actually knows what he's doing. He cares he's really for other smart. people. He's, he's freaking smart. Yeah. 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 And he like reads about war and stuff. Like he wants to be better at what he's doing. Yeah. Amazing. He's driven. Amazing. He's a, anyways, he's just a great guy. Okay, so Reese forgives Elaine, but not Nesta or Lucian because Elaine is Elaine. Barf. Barf. <laughs> Uh, and then you said barf, and then I, I said that, then you did it. I love it. I, we literally wrote barf because barf. Okay. Okay. I'm not here. I'm not here for hypocrisy. I'm not a fan. Mm-mm. Look, what Ali said on the review is not a lie. Mm-mm. Fuck you, Elaine. Why are you treating my man Lucian like that? I know what he did. It's been year and a half. Get over it. It's a word happened. You kind of helped kill Highburn. Even Nesta is kind of like getting over things in her own way. They're bad, but it's her own way. She's doing something. Yeah, what are you doing? Coping. Nothing. Oh, she's baking. She's baking a lot. And she's cooking. She's baking and cooking. You know, I think she, like her and 
Ayansi would have been friends. No doubt. Ooh, I feel like they would have been friends because Elaine is nice to everyone and is very bad at reading people. Because she likes she has, Grayson. She you know intuition? People. You she know has intuition, no intuition, right? Yeah, she doesn't have it. Like, she is so off the grid that she doesn't see the grid. That's She's probably like, why she became a seer. The cauldron was like, oh, honey, you need this. <laughs> Daddy, Daddy Cauldron was like, wow, this human is so empty. I need to give no, you something. No foresight at all, Elaine? None? <laughs> My child, the cauldron was like my child. My child. <laughs> the, oh my god! But then we go to Rizan. Mm. He, you know, I believe that everything is a mirror. If you hate Nesta, it's because you see Nesta in you. And, oh, you're saying he hates Nesta because yeah. he, they're too similar. They're similar. They're like the same person, but in different bodies. Yeah, because he all the things that he hates about Nesta, he does, but he he frames it and justifies it through like a nobility. So it's like, oh, Nesta isn't asking. Yeah, Nesta isn't asking for help. Nesta isn't giving in. Nesta isn't coping. Blah blah blah. Meanwhile, Mister Reese over here refuses to ask for help dealing with certain duties. He is acting all the time like even though he has this inner circle, he can't rely on them. He will go behind their back and make choices that they wouldn't agree with because, you know, it's his burden to bear. You are just the same. You're just you're just you're doing it in a more insidious way and you're able to use this like plausible deniability to make you seem like a good person when Nesta is less refined. She's not 500. And she wasn't raised to be a freaking king, essentially. So what's she going to do? She's going to do exactly how we humans have learned to deal with shit. Drink, fuck, and dance. And avoid everything and everyone because that's what we do. Why don't we read? Because we avoid reality. That's Nesta. I just, like, the money was a whole thing on the next book. Like, even yeah. on this one, it's already the thing, uh, thing on this book. Uh, kind of, yeah. Well, because so they want Nesta to come to, um, they want Nesta to come to the solstice, the Starfall party, right? The and Christmas. they had, yeah, <laughs> the not Christmas, and uh, and they had like a like a dinner with everybody a couple days prior, and Elaine had invited Nesta, and Nesta's like, mm, fuck off, and she was at this bar called the Wolf's Den, and um, I only know this because I was just listening to LPN DVD times. <laughs> and it's a a fun bar it's a fun bar and um uh uh Feyre goes like Reese uses his brain waves to find her takes Nessa or takes Feyre there Feyre's like I'm gonna go in by myself they have like a sister spat and then Nessa's like are you bribing me to come to to the solstice whatever and she's like no I just really want you there and Nessa's like all right my rent's due next week pay it and I'll be there or no, she, well, she's like, pay it. You have to pay it. You're Don't be late. And uh, Feyre yeah. was like, all right, if you want me to pay it this month, you better come to this party and I'll give you your check then. And that's the only reason Nesta goes is because she's fucking broke. She is broke in all broke, of the ways. Broke. She's broke and broken. <laughs> mm-hmm. Broke, broke. <laughs> like really, really. Uh, but yes, it's like we get that Elaine is nice. By the way, I hate that word so much when we refer to people like that she's nice what is that she's doing the bare minimum 
She's not saying who she wants. So you think mm. that is nice because she's not being herself. She's not yeah. demanding what she deserves. That's yeah. Elaine. So I hate when I see women like Elaine, and I get it. It's not like it's her fault or something. But at the same time, it's like, you have the power. In this case, Elaine has the power. She can say, I don't want Lucien, or I don't want to be made it, or whatever. And she doesn't say anything. So to me, that's like, I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. She's and then you have Nesta, that. who is saying whatever she wants, and she can be whoever she wants. You want to have sex with everyone, and she's doing it, and no, nobody wants her to be doing that. And I hate that, because why is nobody telling Elaine, you shouldn't be cooking the whole day? Do you know what this feels like? This feels like maybe Sarah used this as a way to hold up a mirror to society today, because it's like Elaine and Nesta came... Like, essentially, they're the same uh, as we perceived them. We we perceived them as Farrah's older sisters who did nothing to help, right? Yeah. The difference is Elaine is docile, and she is quiet, and she is kind, and she, like, won't make anybody mad, and she won't say anything out of turn, and she'll always, you know, whatever. Nesta is brazen, and she is prickly, and she's going to fight you, and she's going to tell you to fuck off. And guess which one is more widely accepted by the whole group? And it feels like that's how it is for women today. Like, if you don't fall in line, like, you're, uh, there's that song on TikTok. It's like, she's beautiful and everyone loves her, except when she has a bad day or she says something you don't like. And then it's, oh, oh, or she thinks, or she, like, admits that she thinks she's beautiful. Then it's, oh, who do you think you are? Wow, you're so full of yourself. It's like they only want us one certain way in society. And I feel like that, I don't know if Sarah did it on purpose, but it's like really showing. That is a great, that is a great way to put it. Cause I see Elaine and I see so many women that I grew up with that I was like, just be yourself mother effort. Like it's not that difficult. And I always been this person. Like if I have a thought, I'm going to say it. And if I don't want to talk, I'm not going to talk for days and that's okay too. And people hate that part or love it about me. Right. The people that accept me will love it or will hate it. I see her and I'm like, I know you're not real. And that to me, is just, I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> Maybe I want to be like that though. And that's why I hate it so much. <gasps> you want to be like what? You want to be like, you want to be like Elaine? You want to be agreeable? Maybe I want to be, be like, yes, love me, everyone, you know? And that's why. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, I mean, we all, we all want, we all crave acceptance. Yeah. And, and that you know takes us to our next point where like, we think maybe Elaine is doing this on purpose. I believe that whenever, please God, be soon the next book comes out mm-hmm. uh, it's probably gonna be Elaine I think we already know that it's gonna be I don't like this I want it to be a nine book series three for Feyre three for Nesta three for Elaine yes I agree I don't think I want to read three books about Elaine I'm not gonna lie to you no. but gonna I, we can make it they're gonna eight. be at the end we can just skip nine. We can just stop at six. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, it's probably going to be Lane, the next book. And I know, I know, we all know that Sarah J. Maas is going to give us an Elaine that we're going to love. No, she's going to give us something that we're going to be like, okay, we love her. She's our new queen or whatever. But I know that she has to, she has to take responsibility. She has to say i know what i'm doing because it's to me it's impossible 
to think that she's she doesn't know what she's doing elaine she has to know that she's being a hypocrite and that manipulating everyone and she needs to behave that way because she's very scared i prefer for sergey mass to tell us elaine's scared she's been scared since the beginning and that's why she's acting this way and here this is her the real her she's a warrior or maybe she's not she's just a person that want to cooks every day but she has thoughts like original thoughts like her thoughts not like other people's thoughts you know what i mean i mean we've already discussed that she's just an in the closet gay <laughs> yes and if nesta or if farah is curse breaker i feel like elaine could be peacemaker i really think it would be great if she's like the one who is able to like now now <laughs> uh, i don't i think it'd be great because she has the ability I, to see the future. She's like, she can, like, she can prophesize. Honestly, if I'm honest with you, I want her to be so dark, so dark that she changes everything. Ooh. That's what I want. That's a reverse art that I want, like the redemption, not the reverse, <laughs> the, the redemption <laughs> art that I want. That is the thing. I want her to be, I want Asriel, I want Lucian, and I want all of the other ones that are coming. Like, I want her to be that. Because she could be the person who says, I know what the ending could be, and she will use the, the end to, to justify the means. She'll use and, it. She'll be like, yes. I'm a good guy. She, I'm a good guy. I'm doing it just to, you know, this is going to be better for everybody. I know you just have to understand, like, this is what's going to happen. We just have to do this. And she's going to like use that as an excuse to do some seriously fucked up shit. That would be so cool. I'm telling you, she That'd is cool. darkness because we think that Nesta is dark. Nesta is not that dark. Honestly, like, okay. Now that we're talking about this, I know that the next book, the next episode is going to be next book, but Nesta is not that dark. Mm -hmm. She's just oh. angry. That's yeah. it. Elaine is not even angry. That's the perfect darkness. I'm Ooh. telling you. Oh, it's like when it's like when a woman is angry and she's yelling versus when she's angry and she is quiet. Yes. That's the perfect mm. definition. Mm. Yes. The minute somebody is just like, I'm done. You're like, Exactly. And because she sees, we, we are, we're not understanding that she can see things. So she knows what is going to happen. She's probably so quiet, right? Okay. I'm tired. Okay. 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 I think I'm liking you, Lane. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We've talked ourselves into it. We love her now. <laughs> Redemption arc? What? If I mean, she makes her evil, but in a good way. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Like the anti-hero. T-Swift. You didn't give us Rissan. Please give us villain Elaine. Yes. Please. Sarah, Dude, that will be listening. That will be fantastic. She will be like poisoning people with her cooking and everything. Ooh, like Aqua Tofana. Dude, I'm telling you. I'm, yes. I. She, she is the fall of the patriarchy. She will be. The lady of the probably maybe day court is it day? Mm. Is it day oh, because she's gonna end up with Lucian, who yeah. is gonna be the heir of the day court? Yes, do you imagine if Elaine is the one that kills Baron? Mm. I'm freaking out right now. I hope, 
I really hope that Sarah J. Mas listens to this episode. <laughs> Only for the ideas. <laughs> Only for the ideas. I don't care. Yes. So uh, moving on, because I can okay. stay on the subject for forever, because I, I have so many ideas right now. I you know, this is that. our podcast. We absolutely could just stay on this episode. No, no. Do we because... care about anything else in the book? Not really. Um, They might fuck. I want to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, we meet Emery. Mm-hmm. she's amazing we love her I am so hard wishing that she's a gay <laughs> that's all so weird it's her and, her and her and Gwen I'm sorry wrong book no Morgan I'm, oh okay I'm yeah, still, still undecided on Morgan I can't tell if she's good or bad <laughs> honestly she's one of those characters that if she dies, I'm not even gonna cry. Like it's, it's that sucks, you know. But now we, but now the whole inner circle can have an orgy without having it be incestuous. So Morgan's gotta go. Uh, if she, I, I think that it would be good, honestly, if she dies. Before, not before telling us everything that would happen, like that that her side of the story that happened with Aries mm-hmm. and everything. But I do want her. Like I don't see her in the book. Yeah. Well, she was. It's because she was gone. Okay. Continuing. We meet Emery. Yeah. She's a badass. Yeah. I love her. Honestly, I have the same thoughts. I thought that Cassian was gonna Emery. Oh, what, well, I wanted him to pretty woman her so bad. I did like take her away from this shithole and let her become a badass warrior and shit, and then they would just like rule together as. Come on. But for you, was it the same? As, like, I felt that the way she was introduced was very, like, she's going to get with someone. Yeah. I mean, because there, there, it was, she wasn't just like this side character. She had more meat to her in that one scene in this book than most of our other characters get. Like, we knew less about Asriel for two whole books. Like, <laughs> totally. Like, this, this girl is, she's going to be important. Yeah, she, like, she's an Illyrian, mm-hmm. like, Rizan, Asriel, and Cassian. That means that she had a shitty fucking life, as all of them. So all of the Illyrians, they have wings. Mm-hmm. That's, like, their thing. And they're, like, warriors, right? These mm-hmm. desgraciados. I love that word. They clipped their wings so they cannot fly. When I, when I say there, I mean only women. On their first period. Because they don't want them to fly away. Because they know they're going to have a shitty fucking life. It's just so cruel. I'm telling you. Like. And then the hers. And hers was botched by her own father. She's always in pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm and telling you. Yeah. It's, it's like. You know those stories that. It's not the same because it's his fantasy. But I just have to put it in a way. So you guys can understand. The wings for them is like they're like super sensitive. There can be even sexual because that's the thing. Like they definitely can be sexual. It's like when they do that with the clitoris for like women in Africa. It's oh, like yeah. the worst thing ever. Yeah, like, genital what? like genital mutil- mutilation. Yeah, like yeah, because no. they don't they don't want women to feel any kind of pleasure or enjoyment because yeah. And in this case, for Illyrian, for Illyrian women, they can fly away of their shitty lives 
one and two uh they feel a lot of things on their wings like we see on the previous books that every time that Farah will like touch Rizan's wings and stuff he'll be like stop or like <laughs> because it feels like you know so it's like not fair moving on oh we love Emery uh she's amazing we're gonna see more of her in the next book and I cannot wait to see more of her in other books because <gasps> she's fantastic I love her Reese goes to uh, oh, spring yes. court to visit Tamlin um yes and basically he's gone full beast pre-beauty um like at the beginning of Beauty and the Beast when like everything's covered in vines and there's like slashes in the painting and everything's just like fucked up that's exactly what this looks like he went backwards through the Beauty and the Beast I guess and he's not he's not okay so okay. I remember that Rizan was like, I think, I don't know if he was having a conversation with Lucian, Feyre, or Cassian, but they were talking about the spring court and how, because there's no wall, remember, there's no wall anymore. Mm-hmm. There's no protection. Like, Tamlin is not doing anything. He's yeah. on his beast form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then... He's living like an animal. Yeah. And Reese is like, I'm going to send some of my guys to guard your borders. And Tamlin gets mad. He's like, uh, just letting you know, the only reason I don't have sentries to guard my own borders is because, because that fucking mate. high lady bitch that you're with. Yeah. And, and it's like, really? Really? As if he did not ask for everything that happened to him. As if he did not, like, okay. Natalie, Nat- Natty Jean made a good point uh today and she said it and i now i feel emboldened to be honest as well i was feeling pity for him and i was like you know he fucked up he did a bad right Mm. but i also kind of felt bad because like he did save her life when they were escaping hybern's camp when they saved elaine he like Mm. gave her that gust of spring air to get her through the hole in the warding so that she could uh winnow right he he showed up at the battle to save her. He gave the kernel of life to Reese. Like he, he has, he has had his redemption moments where it, he just reminds me of somebody who has good intentions, but makes the wrong decision. Like, yes, he sold out Feyre and her sisters to Highburn. In his head, he was like, I've got to play the long con because if I can do this, then I can get this. And then I'll figure out all the stuff about Highburn. And, and yeah, it backfired and it was a real bad look. But like, I can see what, probably because I have like a bit of a neuro spicy thing going on. I can see how that made sense to him. And it didn't make sense to anybody else. Because yeah. that's how my brain works a lot of the time. And so part of me is like, maybe we're being too hard on Lucian or on Tamlin. But then I remember that he refuses to get help. Like, he refuses to ask for help. He refuses to admit that he fucked up. He refuses to say, I'm sorry. He refuses. And he just sits there and he wallows. And I'm like, you were told repeatedly that, like, you needed to stop treating favor this way. You were told repeatedly that you needed to change this behavior. And you just didn't. And at some point you've made your bed i get that but at the same like it's a difficult he is the one of those characters that at least to me i would not never hate him ever 
-hmm. he could kill Lucian and I would be like, Tamlin in my mind, honestly, and honestly, Tamlin in my mind, it's six to 10 years old. Yeah, he's a child. And that, I know it's not an excuse because he's a grown-ass man and magical. Hello. But I cannot stop seeing him as this very small child that needs help. And nobody, it's like he needs to, you know when you take a kid and the kid doesn't understand that he needs help, but you have to give it to it or Mm -hmm. him or her because they don't understand that they need to do something because they're a child. Oh, yeah, it's like, he needs yeah, it's to be like, taken away and given like love or treatment or whatever mm-hmm. like that. No, it's like when I have to literally hold my three-year-old down on the floor to brush her teeth and she's screaming and crying and people would look at me who don't understand what's going on and call CPS. And I'm just like, yes. she just can't get cavities. <laughs> like, yes, it's like you're doing, I'm, I'm helping you right now. I'm trying to help you. He could definitely he benefit needs that. I was, he needs hoping, that. I was hoping that that would be the moment for, for Reese in this book. I was really hoping that Reese would be like, hey, we used to be besties. This shit happened. Reese will not be the saver of Tamling. I'm I was, telling you. I was not. really, I don't think he is, no. But I was really hoping for a bromance in this book. I was really hoping for like a, let's let bygones be bygones. You saved my mate's life. I appreciate you for that. You need some fucking help. And I'm going to help you. That would mean that Rizan is a different person than he is. And he's not. He's only that person with the inner circle and Farah. That's yeah. it. Yeah, it's, you're right. And that's why I'm saying he is not a bad person. He's just a good person with the people that he loves. That's it. Yeah. But he's not a bad person. And Tamley needs help. He needs that tough love. That's the name. Tough love. He needs yeah. that. You don't know what is good for you, so I'll show you even if you don't like it. And I'll give it to you even if you don't like it. And, and I we think know that... that sorry, I was going to say, we know no. that the inner circle, we know that Reese is capable of doing this because it's what happens in the next fucking book. Exactly! We know how to help people who are spiraling, who are hurting themselves. We know how. We, we're but, what happened, but what happens there is that Tamling is not that important for him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, that's the thing. I think the only people that actually can help Tamling are going to be uh, Lucian and his little crew, Thropple, and um, Elaine. You think Elaine? I think if she gets with Lucian, that's going to be a, a mm-hmm. huge part of those books. If he doesn't go himself, Tamling, or yeah. if doesn't, if someone doesn't, you know him. Um, he's going to be a part of their story. He has to be. As we said before, Nesta is going through her thing. She's she's coping Mm -hmm. in her own ways. And we love her for that. We talked about money before. They are, he is stingy rich. He is so rich. He can. He's Bezos rich. He can do all of that. He's rich, rich. He's Bezos rich. And he's. He's have a boat on top of your boat that has a helicopter pad, rich. That rich. And they're magical. Even if they're not rich, they can have money. And they are giving Nesta hell because she 
pay like what? Let's put like it's what five thousand dollars per bathtub. Oh, yeah, I'll say that her. Tap. I'll say her really bad. I think it was like ten thousand dollars. Still dropping the bucket. Ten thousand dollars. They literally just bought a huge manor. It's not even a house. It's a whole uh, acres and stuff, and it's huge. On uh, riverfront property, and then they just like cleared it and built a brand new one. Excuse you? Or, I mean, they're going to. Excuse you? Like, and you're complaining because this woman is having sex, paying prostitutes, and having a lot of liquor, and paying bar tabs for everyone? Why are you not doing that, Rison? You know that what happened in Belarus is your fault, right? Because the otter came there because of you. So, yeah, well, and what? then, like, on, on top of it, like, I don't think anybody is really, is really giving enough weight to what happened to Nesta in the cauldron, with the cauldron, because the only thing I can, I can relate it to is sexual assault, right? Like, Somebody is going in your body and taking your control of your body, your own autonomy, and they are, they're, they're just tearing you apart to shreds, right? And I feel like that times a thousand is what happened to Nesta and Elaine. And Nesta had to watch it happen to Elaine first. And she went kicking and screaming and she fought and that feeling of like, it doesn't matter how hard you fight you're not strong enough to win that fight. That had to seriously fuck her up. And then everybody's still talking about like, oh, and then she's upset about her dad. And I'm like, yeah, but like, she never even got past the fact that she had zero choice in what happened to her. And we tend to forget a lot the fact that they were, they became this creature that they hated their whole lives. Yeah. They are this thing that they think is the worst thing ever so yeah. it's like i don't even i don't think we can even have an example for us as human I like the example that you said she was violated she was and i feel like people are kind of expecting her and elaine to just get over it the, th the things that annoy me about elaine are that like she's not fighting like she is yeah. not fighting for herself and she's hooked on grayson like out of all things all the things to be upset about grayson Grayson, that's why, that's why you, if you don't remember, Grayson was her fiance, uh, wow. like a few books ago, he was a piece of crap, you know, the smiley poop from the emojis, that's not Grayson, that's a cute emoji, he was a flaming bag of dung on your front doorstep, like he was a Dude, the smelly one, the yeah. really smelly one, like, yeah. that's why we hate Elaine, because because she's not fighting. It's not because we think she should get over what happened to her. No, no. I don't expect Nesta to get over what happened to her. It makes me mad that Reese, especially Reese, is sitting here acting like, oh, well, Elaine's acting just fine. She's adjusting. Why can't you adjust? And they're Bitch. comparing because it happens. They're comparing the comparison in the book. They don't say it like that, but you see like, oh my God, we're accepting Elaine. Elaine is good. She comes to parties. She cooks for us. She kind of has conversations. She doesn't, but kind of tries. And then you see Nesta. We never see her. And it's like, yeah, we people cope in different ways. 
Yeah. And on top of it, like, Elaine, Elaine is realizing what you guys want and she's giving you what you want. I believe, I think she's giving them what they want so that because she doesn't want conflict, she doesn't want to get yelled at. She doesn't want to be treated badly. She's afraid of, of being not accepted. Right. And so she's going to roll over like a dog and show you, show her, show her belly and hope you'll be nice to her. Nesta's yeah. not that person. She never has been that person. Why I are you expecting you her to that. be that person? Because Nesta is a cat and Elaine is a golden retriever. And they just not. Like literally Nesta is a cat. Oh, I yeah. just I realized know. that. She's the black cat girlfriend, everybody. And Junie, yeah. are you Nesta? There's something that happens in this book. Mm-hmm. Like I need Sarah J. Mass to answer this. Oh she never had. What was in the box? What's in the box? I've, I'm having flashbacks to Seven and Brad Pitt. <laughs> I know, I love that movie. That I love that movie so much. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? Cassian, as the beautiful man that he is, imperfect and perfect, mm-hmm. he researched for months a gift to give beautiful Caddy Nesta. I don't think anybody's ever thought that hard about a gift for me. I know. The party goes well. And then at the end, Nesta is like, okay, I'm leaving. And then Cassian goes, you know, he, he runs mm-hmm. to get her when she's leaving. And she's like, Cassian, leave me alone. I don't want to talk. I just, I'm just leaving. And he's like, but I got a gift for you. Yeah. He got her a beautiful thing. We don't know what it is. Maybe it was a dumb ass thing. I, we don't know. That's the thing that I want to know. What was in the box? What do you think it was? Phone number for a therapist. Moving on, because I want to know what was in the box, but we will never know, I guess. We'll never know. I do want to say that Cassian throwing it away was a little bit silly to me. Like, <sighs> really, babes? That's like, I. Like, I get it, but I really wish he would have just, like, broken a beam or something. Like, like broken a piece of wood or, or like, or like dented a car. I just want to know what was in the front. I, I want to, too. But it's, like, uh, to me, silly. I don't know. Whatever. And another point that we have is the gift giving proves that they don't know each other. Mm. And I, again, I have the point. I will say until the day I die, I don't think the inner circle are friends. I think... They are like close family that don't know each other very much, and they actually, and we see that on the next book. Like the Morrigan, it's never on the next book. Like she's like mentioned two times. She's always away, and nobody seems to care what is happening with her life. Uh, I don't know. Well, also, I guess the difference is that Reese would be more invested in that, and the next book's point of views are not from. Like Reese and Favorite kind of become a background side character in the next books. So Cassian and Esther are kind of wrapped up in their own shit. And so I guess we wouldn't hear like what the communications from more were. But that being said, she's still gone. Like, dude, we need to think about this. Cassian is like one of the closest persons to Morrigan. And he's not even, he's like, oh no, she's in the winter corner. I'm like, wow, damn. I, I don't want to be your friend if you're like that. Are you no. going to be like that with Nesta? She's your. No, she. (laughs) I didn't say anything. I cut this far so hard. I didn't say. (laughs) By the way, before we move on, 
Oh, uh, yeah. Before we move on, Briaxis, she disappeared. Like, and at some point, someone says something like, let Briaxis have a good solstice or something on this book. I think it yeah. was Rissan to Fira, but it was really nice because yeah. that reminds us that Briaxis is long and gone. She was supposed to go back to the library, but she said, peace out. I want to see the world. Yeah. <laughs> She just wanted a window. I will cry forever about that. She just wanted a freaking window. I love that they just didn't even consider in the bargain, or Feyre didn't consider in the bargain. And when you're done, you have to come back. (laughs) Braxis was like, Braxis was like, I'm just, I'm just gonna go. (laughs) Braxis like, okay, everyone done? Everything done? Everyone die? Uh, okay. Yeah, so it's, Braxis was that that <laughs> meme of the guy from Simpsons, Bart Simpson, I think, or Homer Simpson, like just disappearing in the, the bushes. The bushes. <laughs> I cannot wait for more of her because in between Cassian like being terrified of her and her being like <laughs> out in the world because she just so wanted funny. to have a freaking window to look out. <laughs> yeah, I love that Cassian's afraid of Braxis. Yes. Um, Farah's dresses. Oof. Probably one of the... Go off. I almost cried. I... I I fucking loved it. Uh, So they are doing their, like, Reese and Farah doing their, like, gift exchange. I got a little gift for you, Reese Boo. I want you to put a baby in me. Then Reese is, like, taking her to that manner. He's like, I'm going to get you a mansion that you can build yourself. And sure, cool. But then they go to the cabin and they're talking. And he says something like, have you never like wondered where your dresses come from? And by the way, it's funny as hell. The fact that he had to start that conversation because Farah, it's living not in the moment. <laughs> she's like, no, she's so in the moment that she's like, oh, this is nice. Wonder where that came from. Oh, oh well, <laughs> she just goes for it. And she's like, she's a very she's, surface level person. <laughs> she's on princess mode. I'm telling you, a few episodes ago, we were like, we're terrified that Farah is not that deep. I'm pretty sure Farah is not that deep. She's not that deep. And that's okay. You know what? Not everybody has to be a philosopher Nesta. on the inside. Okay. Nesta. Nobody has to be Nesta. No, not everybody can be Nesta. She, she's like, oh, yeah, I guess it's kind of weird because Morgan's always just like, oh, my God, I want your dress. And she's like, well, I'm going to go buy one. Uh, because Reese's mother, before she was murdered, when he was a little boy, she decided that she was going to use her seamstress skills for when she was an Illyrian, lowborn woman in an Illyrian camp as a seamstress, she's going to use those seamstress skills to make the most beautiful wardrobe fit for a high lord's mate. And she started making these beautiful gowns and somehow knew what size she was going to be. We're going to, you know what? We have to have a suspension of, of disbelief for a moment here, right? In that she made these dresses in a way that just so happened to fit fair perfectly, right? Babes, they're magical. They can be enchanted. Well, then what's the point of having a seamstress in, at all? Like what? They don't have any, they don't have to do alterations. I'm anyways, I'm, I'm not going to question it. It's not, we're not going to make it that deep. <laughs> His dead mother made these for her. And when he found her, all he could think when they had to dress her up the first time was, I have the perfect dress for you. 
And can you imagine that moment when he just like went to get the dress and he just stared at it and like the thought of just like, thank you, mom. And then having her wear it and just having like, it was this moment for him because his mom will never get to meet the love of his life. And oh my God, I, one word, magical, magic, like magic. There's no words. And not only dresses, tiaras, crowns, earrings, necklaces, diamond cuffs, shoes, probably. Oh my God. Absolutely beautiful. And then now I can 100% see why the rest of that scene happened. Because if my mate was to say that to me, that I've been waiting yeah. for you, if I've been waiting, I've been waiting for you for centuries. This is proof that I've been waiting for you for centuries. Uh, 100% you can fuck me whichever way you want put a baby in me yeah (laughs) then she asks for the eyes on her palms to be changed the the tattoo to be changed to match Reese's tattoos above his knees of the mountain with the three stars the symbol of the night court and he's like you know once you get those they're permanent like you can't you can't get them back I would have 100% at this point he could have asked anything of I yeah forever you and me babes never never going away but yes that the dresses the wardrobe the mom the thoughts Sergei Mas we see you you beautiful see you know what we want yeah. um the mind fuck but in a good way Chris Angel sues <laughs> for copyright infringement <laughs> let's dive into the hot stuff okay so this is a concept that I've seen before in other books and. Mm. Honestly, I was impressed. The way she put it in the book, it was nice. It was cute. It was nice. I thought it was hot. And then when I heard other people talking about it, I was like, yeah, I guess that is weird. (laughs) Oh, I never thought. Really? I Yeah, I guess like, I just, I don't know. Like, listen, I guess I was just so into it because we were 200 pages in and nary a fuck. And so I was desperate for anything how should it be made and he's just like hard enough to make the pictures fall off i highlighted that so hard (laughs) look at this sitter i highlighted that so hard and then and then he's like hold on python mother Mm. above and quadrant save me Uh. just saying yeah and then just like i mean then he's in her head saying uh, his voice was a caress that had my hips moving, begging him to go faster. And uh, I opened my eyes long enough to peer down to where I could see him join with me, moving so achingly slow in and out of me. Do you like watching? Dude, he breathes, so sexy. Watching me move in you. Okay. I'm sorry. The way, the way when a man speaks. I know. I know. When, or this. When having sex. Or this, do you want to begin at the wall or finish there? And then he says, or should it be the wall the entire time? We love options. <laughs> we love variety. Excuse uh, me. Yeah. And then, and then, and then she gets to go in his brain and see her being fucked from his point of view. And I loved that. The dream, dude. I no, no. The I see picture on Reddit. I see people on Reddit say stuff like, 
that would be horrible. Like, I don't want to see myself. I'm like, are you crazy? I want to see me sweating with my mouth open, with my eyes like closed shut. I want to see everything. You also are the same person who, when you're doing your makeup, look at your own reflection and you're like, who are you? You're gorgeous. Look at you. You're amazing. <laughs> the people, the people who are like, oh God, I don't want to see me fucking are the people who are like, they catch themselves in like a store window and they're like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, like that? <laughs> are you kidding me? Nerd. Nerd. Who is she? Uh, yeah. But then just, I love when Feyre isn't, I love when authors write characters with words that aren't euphemisms, like our joining and the apex of my thighs, right? When she just oh, says, yeah. when she says, can you fuck me in here too? I know. I don't know why fuck I is my favorite word. Oh my God. And then she said, and then he purred, look at how I fuck you, Farah. I died. I've melted. I'm on the floor. <laughs> and then she says, God's was my only answer. I. Oh my God. And then he says, Look at how perfectly we fit. Oh. Stop. How? Why am I like this? <laughs> why are we doing this to ourselves right now? I can think of a few reasons why. <laughs> We had no bodies here, but I felt him as he seduced me, his dark power wrapping around mine, licking at my flames, sucking on my ice. Sorry. Sorry to Allie. <laughs> um, scraping claws against my own. But Oof. I highlighted it so hard. Look. You know what's great is I just look at a, I look at the page. I just, I just pick a spot. Still fucking hot. And when my mind could form words, when I could again feel his essence around me, his body still moving in my own, I sent him that image one last time into those dark and stars. My gift. My gift. Perhaps then, yeah. our gift one day. Okay, it's weird. Baby. It's baby. weird that she showed him a picture of the bone carver as their son, and then he came. At the moment, I was like, I was so caught up into the sex part that mm -hmm. I needed to be think about that and then i went back and i was like what she's talking about that what Ew. listen i like my sex like i like my books keep the children out of them no babies i get it i get it no babies, no babies in the fucking i don't want to be thinking about my kids the thing is that the mind fucking was hot it was it was and what made what made it extremely hot for me was Rison saying those things, like, "Okay, Just, Daddy, listen, men, men, if you're listening, if you're looking, look me in my eyes. Use your words, <laughs> baby. Please, please use your words. I'm just begging you. We're all begging you. I'm not. There are books you out there. If you want to learn how to dirty talk, there are books out there. Please, just go and get them. Yeah, you go don't watch need, YouTube videos. You don't even need." to say dirty things all you have to do is tell us we're doing a good job tell us how good it feels maybe you feel so good that's all we need oh look at me one that oh, look at me is one of that always gets me Something. I you know praise uh, it's praising people that's all that's always gonna get her going
do it. And girlies, you guys too, you know, we as women too, like that feels amazing. Oh my God. Yes. You feel great. They love that too. So I should not have worn a sweater today. This is. <laughs> we loved the mind fucking. I think we should repeat that in future books. And yes, thank you very much. Rizan, this is the Rizan that we wanted in other books. This is the Rizan. How hard you want it. Uh, tell me more. Look at me. This is the one that we wanted in the other books. But no, she gave us this on this little chapter only. Look how pretty you are when I'm fucking you. <laughs> me? Okay. <laughs> so at some point we get a Morrigan POV and we learn that she likes horses, even though they don't do shit because she can fly. <laughs> so to me, it's like having a Ferrari, but for what? For what? If you can fly for what? Uh, I, what is the point? <laughs> like, why would you have, why would you have, uh, like, why would you fly on Southwest if you could just winnow somewhere? Like, what's the point? Like, what does it mean? <laughs> She gives the explanation. She's like, Moore hadn't been raised to ride, not when winnowing was infinitely faster. But with winnowing, it never felt as if she were actually traveling anywhere, as if she were going, running, racing to the next place. She wished it, and there it was. The horses, though, Moore felt every inch of land they galloped across, felt the wind and smelled the hills and snow, and could see the passing wall of defense of dense forest to her left, alive. It was all alive. And her ever more so when she rode. So I get it. That is such a I'm rich a statement. <laughs> We're like, you're just like on the subway. Like if I could just fucking winnow there, I so would. <laughs> this bitch is over here. Oh, but I don't get to feel like I'm traveling. That is such a rich statement. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Why would you, like, it's a video, like, why would you go to a public pool if you have a pool at your house? I just like the feeling of the urine and the chlorine <laughs> enveloping my body. The kids yelling, the kids yelling, the, the oh my, are you kidding me? Just a random why hot dog. Why would you like economic if you have first class? Stop it. Stop it. <clears throat> I'm telling you, if Morgan dies, I would not cry a single tear. I would just... I'm telling you, I don't care. She can't kill Morgan because then the LGBTQ are going to come after her. So. I don't care. Come. Because what? <laughs> so, while we see this stupid statement after this, she gets to a point that she sees, like, some, like, shadow, like, dark thing mm -hmm. at the end of the woods. Mm -hmm. And we... As readers, we're like, what the fuck is that? Some of us oh. think, me, that is Briaxis saying, hi, bitch, mm -hmm. and passing through. Mm -hmm. Or it is the thing or the creature that has the spell on Vasa. I was just thinking that. Yeah? Oh, you think? Oh, yeah. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I was like. Or it's that guy, and he wants, he wants to take Morrigan. Again, the Morrigan, her power is truth teller. Again, we don't know what that is. I don't understand. We don't know what that means. Like, do you okay, think Azriel? Oh, do you think Azriel named his knife after her? Yeah. Sorry. Maybe he just tortures people with the knife, and they're always telling the truth. <laughs> we don't know. Um. So she says something, and till this day, because again, 
more was barely mentioned on the last book. So we don't yeah. know what is happening with her and reacts or whatever. But until this day, I asked myself, what was that thing? Because Sarah yeah. J. Mass, if you know her, if you know her books, if you know who she is and how she writes, she doesn't put things in her book just because. She yeah. will tell you something about that in like five books from now. So we just need to remember <laughs> for like the yeah. 2027 book that's going to come out at some point. Yeah. Oh, oh is it 2027? That book six is? Um, no, I don't know. I'm just saying because oh. we're getting everything, but we're not getting anything from Akatar. So, you know. Yeah. I mean, we had been having a conversation about like, why is she throwing a temper tantrum? Like, why is she lying to people? Why is she saying, I'm going to the winter court, but she's not? She's over here in this place that nobody else knows about, right? And she says, um, how far away the continent seemed, Reese's request with it, to go, to place spy and courtier and ambassador, to see those kingdoms long closed where friends had once dwelled. Yes, her blood mm-hmm. called to her. Go as far and wide as you can. Go on the wind. But to leave, to let Kier believe he had made her go with his bargain with Eris. Coward. Pathetic coward. So she was mad because she's like, yeah, I can go do that. But she was mad that her dad would think that she was running away and mm-hmm. she never wants to appear weak to her dad. She has to travel here as like a representative of the she's of trying them. to she's trying to convince them to sign this peace agreement mm-hmm. between all the Fae. And yeah. they are not collaborating. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we need to Rache, read this point. I said Thera has a painting studio. Not really important, but whatever. There, we mentioned it. You're welcome. Moving on. Farah. Miss Man Farah has a studio. We don't freaking care, but she's finally doing what she wants. And also, she's you know, so good happy. for her. Good for oh, her. Yeah. And she's so happy that we barely get to see her on the other book. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do appreciate that she is trying to implement some sort of therapy in this world that where it doesn't seem to really exist. I appreciate it. I just don't really care about talking about it. No, it's not necessary. Honestly, she has a studio. They fuck there whenever they want. And that's it. That was a court of thrust and start like my little <laughs> sinners. We did it. We, you know what's happening next? You know what it's happening next? Nesta. Nesta is happening. Nesta. Nesta's coming. Our queen. It's our queen. She's so our queen that Rache has a tattoo of her. Boom, baby. And it's, it's going to be a whole sleeve. It's going to be a nest of sleeve. Just this whole thing right here. So excited. It's, she's our queen. We freaking, you thought it was Farah? <laughs> no. no. No, baby. That was it for today's episode. Episode? Mm-hmm. It's just an episode. Oh, yeah. I, was, I wasn't going okay. to say chapter, but you know what? That was it for today's chapter. Yeah, we're a book. Okay. <laughs> we're a book podcast. Because you can get enough of us. Remember to follow us on all social medias as at come with us pod. Everywhere we're the same. And we have TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and that's it. And you can find mm-hmm. us everywhere with the same name. Follow us over there. And you can find me on Instagram as at Amsusi Nunez. And you can find Reshe as at Reshe underscore reads on Instagram. And for TikTok, it's going to be Reshe is at uh, Charlotte Rivers for like the number four. And me, I'm going to be at Amsusi Nunez 1111. You know, you want to follow us? Go and we'll see you there. <laughs> 
Sinners, you have been good little angels. Thank you for listening. And remember to stay wicked, stay wild, and keep reading. We love you. Bye.